This is Lovey Dummies. I'm David. And I'm Perlan. Thanks for joining us. This episode is about women dating in a foreign country. On today's show, we have our friend Wiesem from the Middle East. We'll be talking to her about her experience dating in Japan and her thoughts on love and relationships. Let's have a chat with her. Today we have Wiesem with us. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was going to say we have Wiesem with us <laughs> for this special episode, and we would like to give her the time to introduce herself. Okay.、Um, I'm Wiesem. I'm from a Middle Eastern country. I've been living in Japan for six years now, and I'm a student here. I'm currently doing my PhD in marketing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so、uh, Wisam is also、uh, living in Osaka. Yes, I'm living in Osaka.、Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> so let's get started with our questions. Okay,、uh, since this is a relationship podcast, our first question would be、uh, Does living in Japan create any pressure when it comes to finding a suitable guy? It kind of does. It makes you feel lonely. So whenever a guy approaches you, Like, you feel like, oh, okay, <laughs> someone is interested in me or something like that.、Um, the pressure of pe- feeling lonely, you don't want to be alone, so you tend to choose any guy who approaches you. Yeah?、Hmm. Um, and that, like, makes it. Sometimes it's a bad decision, <laughs> sometimes it's a good decision. <laughs> yeah.、Hmm. Yeah. Do you think the fact that you're currently pursuing a PhD has something to do with that pressure or. Like, how do, how do you think Japanese people see you pursuing a PhD?、Um, most of the guys feel intimidated by it. Like, oh, you're、mm. too smart. We don't want to date you. <laughs> like, you're going to be better than us or something like that.、Mm-hmm. And they, they don't feel secure about that. That's the problem with Japanese guys. They're not confident enough.、Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say speaking of、uh, dating Japanese guys or just, you know, hanging out with Japanese guys. I don't、uh, have friends. Oh. I don't have Japanese friends、okay. that much. Japanese male friends.、Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So,、uh, what can you say about <coughs> Japanese men in general, of course, based on your experience when it comes to relationships?、Um, I would say they're very selfish <laughs>、hmm. and very, they like so many emotions. <laughs>、um, they're very cold when it comes、mm. to a relationship. And, Sometimes they only rely on you when they are in need for you. Like, if they don't, if they don't want you, they tend to ignore you for a couple of weeks or some、hmm. days. And then when something happens that suits them, like, or like, how do you explain? <laughs> that they tend to feel like they are in need for you. They,、mm. they, they search for you.、Hmm. They start searching for you. Yeah. Oh, I see. So, How are they different from Middle Eastern guys? I never dated a Middle Eastern guy. <laughs> But what do you know about them? <laughs> what do you know about them?、Um, like, Middle Eastern guys, a little bit, they feel like they have to protect the woman.、Oh. They, they show their emotions 
they're more compassionate when it comes to mm. relationship mm. than Japanese people who are there very cold. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they really Japanese people they really don't show any kind of affections. Yeah. So, what kind of like general affections that you were expecting that you failed to see in them? Like, um, when I need him, he's never there for me. But it's if if he needs me, I'm there for him. Mm. That's mm. the problem. Like, and sometimes I feel like they feel embarrassed that they're dating the foreigner, especially when we're outside and people are staring at us. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it's just like it's not a good feeling to feel. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I just. I always thought that for Japanese <laughs> folks, whether it's like a Japanese girl that's dating a Jap- uh, a foreigner guy, mm. or uh, you know a Japanese guy that's dating a foreigner girl, mm. um, I always thought it was like a maybe a like show a showing off contest. Yeah, maybe like a status symbol. It's at in the Japan. at the beginning. It's it was like this, and then since the relationship is taking longer, like it's like we've been together for a very long time. Yeah. The emotions change a little mm. bit. Let's get a little bit personal. Um, when you were single, of course, there was a time when you were single. What was the best thing about being single in a foreign country? I can do whatever I want. <laughs> That's the best thing. Um, nobody's questioning me. No, I, I don't have to worry about someone else. Like I'm only concerned about my own interests, my own life. Like. I don't care about what he's doing <laughs> or if he's going to call me or not or contact me or not, if he's coming over or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good like to, to be single. I miss it sometimes. <laughs> uh, what's the worst thing about being single? Um, I would say just feeling lonely. And sometimes you need someone to talk with about your problems. But there is like most of your friends are busy they don't want to listen they have their own problems as well but it's mm. not like when you have some someone special in your life who listens to you and who is always there sure yeah so you mentioned to us that you're currently in a relationship so this interview was actually supposed to be uh we some being a single girl but okay. now uh could you tell us a little bit about this new relationship that you have Well, he's not Japanese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's very different compared to other to the other relationships I had. Like he cares more. He's always there for me. Like I got I got the flu a couple of weeks ago, and he came all the way over to to cook for me and take care of me. I never oh, experienced no. such things with the Japanese guy. <laughs> They actually run away when I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> They wear masks. They start wearing masks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So it's, it felt like really different and really nice. Like sometimes if I had a problem, he comes like over and he wants to help. Like <laughs> nobody wanted to help me before. Like, mm. So it's really different. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Okay. Let me ask you the next one. Uh, I what? actually have okay. one addition about Japan. Uh, uh, right. okay. Japanese guys, they would never pay for you. That's <laughs> No matter what, like half, half. <laughs> <laughs> that's really? their role in life. They would pay on the first two dates, and then that's it. Oh. We pay half half, but <laughs> it's just it's so weird. Like, and some most of my relationships, I had to pay for the guy. Hmm. I paid for everything. You cannot imagine phone bills, electricity, <laughs> rents, and everything. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when it. Yeah, I guess like it also <laughs> depends on the kind of Japanese guy because, like, you know, in 
in Japan, we know that everything is expensive. Yes. But if you get someone who's like an, an older guy, kind of, some of them can be really, really generous. Uh, yeah, of course, not yeah. all of them are bad. Some yeah. of them are good. Some of them are really, really generous. Like uh, giving not only you presents, but down the line of your entire family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there are some people like that too. But, okay, going back to my question, the next one would be, so what are your beliefs about marriage? I actually don't believe in marriage. Um, <laughs> I think if, it's, if we're, like, happy with or without marriage, so what's the difference? What's How marriage is going to change the situation mm-hmm. to make us more happier? No, I think it's more problematic <laughs> in, in a relationship. Sure. Yeah, it's just a, a paper, a piece of paper that doesn't mean much. It's only simple for the other people to say, oh, you're married. Like, it's just um, a social statue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you believe in being monogamous for like an extended period of time? Or? Yes. Yeah, of course. I wouldn't want my guy to cheat on me. What's the point? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, if like if you wanted to stay together and say, okay, I'm going to stay with you for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's still... Uh, An option, yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you think uh, a Middle Eastern woman or maybe a Middle Eastern person in general and a Japanese person, uh, do you think their relationship could work? Yes, we share so many value- values, actually. Mm. Um, half of the things they do here, we actually do also in the Middle East. Like uh, hospitality and like social values. Like um, mm. I cannot think of an example now, but we share <laughs> so many things, actually. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> so do you see yourself not being married to a Japanese person? Or uh, a Middle Eastern person? As a, when I came to Japan, uh, I thought I would get married to a Japanese guy. But now I don't think so. It's not going to happen. No mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But Middle Eastern, no way. <laughs> Thank you very much. So you were just like crossing out all these nationalities. <laughs> okay, okay. What do you like most about being in this uh, relationship that you are in now? Sometimes I feel secure, mm. like I have my um, backup behind mm. <laughs> me, like yeah. So if I went down somehow, or I fell down, like someone would come and help me to get up again. That's the nicest thing about it. It's, it's amazing because just this morning I was telling Dave that two factors only in a relationship, I think, is very Impl- important. Is first, you do not make your partner feel alone yeah. and then you never make your partner feel insecure yeah because yeah. if they're always had to watch my back and i was like ah, i have to worry about you yeah. know him or her all the time there's just a lot of problems like you can just attract a lot of problems yeah sometimes they make you like the insecurity part is mm-hmm. like when so when i'm with the guy and he start looking at other girls and he was like would you think she would go out with me and she would leave her boyfriend if she if I asked her to go out with me? It's like, well, the <laughs> I'm sitting here with you. Why Strange would you ask question me? to ask. <laughs> Why would you ask me like that? So they tried so hard to make you insecure. Like, yeah, or it's or nice. you're or if like you know one Saturday night you're alone with your boyfriend and your boyfriend say, hey, why don't we call this other female friend to hang out with us? Yes, <laughs> yes, and they would start like. Like, one of the problems I had, like, one of the girls sent a picture 
of her entire legs to my ex. Mm. And I was like, why would the girl send a picture of her legs to you? Like, why? <laughs> What's the reason? What's going on? Mm. <laughs> Are you hiding something from me? Yeah. So it's not nice. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend anybody to check at their guy's phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I read something I don't know if it was on Facebook that I read it's like if you really really want to know uh, whether you're in a relationship try to exchange phones for a day without passwords and 90% of the couples in the world who did this they're gonna be single yeah. because like you know there's just so many like you know don't clear your browsing history your f- Facebook searches don't clear mm-hmm. like Everything and then you you exchange phones. I think I would do that, but he (laughs) wouldn't do that because I don't. I'm saying like I don't have anything to hide, but he has a lot of things. (laughs) 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 He was like telling me if if I gave you my phone and you checked it, you would misunderstand everything. I was like because there are things to misunderstand. (laughs) Because I have reasons to misunderstand (laughs) you, like the girl's legs pixels. In in your past relationships, what were like the most difficult challenges for you being in like you know um, an international relationship? I think communication, mm. like that's very known about Japanese people. They shut down when they feel something or they have a problem. They don't communicate with you, and they tend to push you away. Like the last guy I dated, he stopped talking to me for a month. Mm. And then I didn't know what's going on. Mm. And I thought we broke up. And then he suddenly contacted me again after a month to tell me what was the problem. So it was like, you feel like you're not involved in anything. You're far away from the whole situation. Sometimes you feel like you're not in a relationship at all. So, yeah, that was one of the problems. I'm pretty sure there are also some good things that made you fall in love or made you attracted Two Japanese guys. Well, they're good looking. I can't give them that point. Good looking in what way? Um, Details, please. Good looking. Like, good looking. <laughs> um, I would think, like, they're very attractive. Um, they have some nice things, like, they care about the group they're in. That's mm. a nice thing. Um, sometimes you don't want to show off too much <laughs> like mm. t- to be moderate is good mm-hmm. um i can't think of anything positive to say <laughs> so you think they're not romantic no they're not romantic at all are they funny sometimes <laughs> you know because you came here to japan for educational purposes yeah uh and now you're here in a relationship i'm mm. just wondering what the benefits of coming to japan in terms of relationships for you? Like, what kind of freedoms has it afforded you? The relationship? Uh, just being in Japan. Ah, okay. Well, I had... Um, in the Middle East, as women, we don't have so much freedom of mm. choice. Basically, our family decides everything for us. And then the government restricts us mm. on mm. so many things. Mm. Like traveling outside, um, international marriages everything like that it's like so restricted Mm. um so coming here to japan i had the freedom to live my life as i wanted not as my parents wanted Mm. for me so that's the best thing i have ever experienced in my life um that's why i'm kind of (laughs) attached to japan Uh. 
because I had to experience all of these choices. Like I had to make the decision for my own, myself mm. instead of calling my parents. What should they do? Or <laughs> like, <laughs> they like because when I enter university, um, bachelor degree for bachelor degree, basically my mom decided for me mm. which university I should go to, and I really didn't want to study English literature. I had the choice to be a nurse um, mm-hmm. or to be like to study business management, but she told me like no, go for English literature. But then now, I, when I came to Japan, I wanted to study tourism. Mm. And then I changed my mind and I studied <laughs> business. Yeah. So it was good. I can change my mind. Mm. I can right, do whatever. Right. Right. So that's, that was the good thing about it, coming here, being free. Wow. Yeah. Freedom. Okay. So going back to you and relationships, uh, you already said that you don't really believe in marriage. But what about having a family? Like... In I don't future. want kids. No, you don't thank want you kids? Very much. No. <laughs> no. Why not? Why not? Um, kids are annoying. <laughs> like, uh, they're cute if they are someone else's kids. <laughs> like, but they're, like, for my kids, like, I'm attached to them 24-7. I have to suffer with them. Like, no, I'm so selfish. I can't help. I love my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you don't see yourself having kids? As a mom, no. Mm. Thank you. Mm. I see. That okay. would be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people, maybe just for guys, mm. when they're around other people's children, they feel, uh, you know, some of these kids are sort of annoying. But yeah. once you have your own, it's sort of a different thing because it's just like you, you ask them, like, why is it different? And they say, it's because it's my kid. It's because they cannot run away. <laughs> <laughs> They're already trapped. Yes. <laughs> they had no choice but to love this yeah. kid. With other people, kids, oh, two hours on. Oh my God, I suffered so much. They were so annoying, jumping everywhere. <laughs> but two, like your own kids? <laughs> you can't run away from them. Yeah. You gotta take care of them. <laughs> okay, so maybe um, final thoughts on being a single female in a foreign country. Um, I would say, like, don't try to jump into any relationship because you're feeling alone. Try to study it first. See how things are going to click between the two of you. And then being single is not bad, actually. You can focus on yourself. You can achieve so many things. Um, You can, like, go anywhere without worrying about the other person if I'm going to leave him behind me or something. You can just achieve your goals. Yeah, be self-centered. Selfish. <laughs> it's your opportunity yes. to be self-centered. <laughs> no, I think that's really good advice. So thanks yeah. for sharing that. Thank you, Misa. We're so happy to have you here. Yeah. Sure. Thanks for pleasure. coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. So that was Misa, and now for our real comments. Now, first off, we want to talk about the seeming negativity in that interview. Weesum has had a lot of negative experiences, uh, but we didn't want to edit that out because that's that's real for her. And we just don't want to seem like we're spreading stereotypes or anything like that. But we just we want to present her experience as as it is. Right. And that's actually what our show is all about. We talk to real people and we let them share whatever they want to share, yeah, real right. experiences. Yeah. So uh, I I just want to add that being here in Japan for quite a long time, 
I feel like I've learned a lot of their values and culture. And one of them is that the Japanese men are very hardworking. And they think that being busy is actually a virtue.、Mm. Like it shows that they are responsible, that they are good providers. And because of that, you know, many people think that Japanese people are generous compared to some other Asian countries. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're very generous because they、uh, want to be seen. As the, like, the head of the family being able to provide well、mm. for their family. You know, in Japan, everything is expensive. That's right. And we think maybe this hardworking ethic, especially when it comes to work, is maybe causing some population issues, or it could be one of the causes.、Uh, and the Japanese government actually did a survey on this a couple years ago? Or? Oh, last year. Last, last year. year. So, this actually,、uh, I have some facts taken from a report、uh, written by the Japan Times.、Mm -hmm. And they said that the government conducted a survey due to low birth rate.、Mm. And they found out that nearly 40% single Japanese. Are not interested in romance at all. That's a lot. And guess what's the most popular reason? Because it's mendoxai. That's right. That is bothersome in English.、Mm. So、um, the survey conducted by the cabinet office on the internet and by mail between last December and January covered 7,000 people aged、uh, 20 to 39 years old.、Mm. And they're not, they're, they seem to be not interested in romance at all. And 28.8% of those、uh, people are unmarried or are not in romantic relationships.、Mm. And the primary reasons are so 45.1% said they wanted to prioritize their hobbies,、mm. 32.9% said they wanted to prioritize their work and studies. Yeah, that's right. So, that hard working ethic that they bring to their work、uh, can, in some ways, be detrimental, I think, to their relationships and to the birth rate, it seems. Oh, but this reminds me of something. Do you remember that there's a book written by Dr. Gary Chapman、uh, about the five love languages? And、mm. one of the languages is gifts. So, I feel like、uh, most Japanese guys they wanted to be seen as good providers. So, they wanted to give branded bags or items or jewelries to their wife or girlfriends. So, that means they have to work harder. True.、Uh, but that also means that they don't have the love language of quality time. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they just need to have a good balance. But what I'm trying to say here is that <laughs> that's probably their main love language, is that's how they、Getting、express.、Gifts. Yeah. And、oh, that's such a huge part of the culture. Right. It's like, hey, let me take you to the most expensive restaurant in <laughs> Osaka, right? Something like that. Yeah. So、uh, if they could do that at least once、um, a week, maybe, I feel like that would make their wives really happy. And, like, for instance, like, you know, we know how Japanese women they really take care of their physical appearance. And just imagine the gym membership fee, cosmetics in Japan, getting a haircut. I just wanted to cut my own hair <laughs> just because I'm like, you know, that's how expensive 
living in Japan is. Oh, we're not even talking about food or rent. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> It's actually making me sad. I feel poor. <laughs> okay, so、uh, the never married by the age of 50 is increasing in Japan.、Mm. So, this is not surprising why they have growing population. And because of that, the government provides support even in personal areas of the lives of the people.、Mm. For example, marriage, pregnancy, delivery, and child rearing.、Mm. So, Did you know from the time you get pregnant in Japan, you can get support from the government? Monetary support. And not only that, like health benefits. You have extra health benefits.、Oh. Aside from the badge that says you're, you have to have priority seats on trains,、oh, which right, is right, like, right, right. sometimes I just want to borrow from my <laughs> friends who have already given birth since I commute a lot every day. Um, Wait, does this mean that like, pregnant women can get massages and stuff like that? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so not only that,、uh, delivery.、Um, mm. If you had a baby in Japan, the government gives you some sort of a subsidy. So that would mean even if you have to pay for the hospital, it would be very, very minimal.、Oh. Almost nothing.、Mm. Except for the pain. I don't think they do epidurals <laughs> in Japan. So that's, that's what it would cost you. Right. I But think yeah. The epidurals just,、uh, I think that's another cultural thing. Okay. So、uh, another one is child rearing.、Uh, they give monetary support from the time you had your baby until your kid reaches junior high school age. That's the only time child support stops. And this is also available for foreigners. Oh, wait, is this after, you, after they graduate from junior high school? No, before they get to junior high school,、uh, okay. it stops. Yeah, because junior high school is still mandatory, mandatory schooling for Japanese kids. Yep, that's yeah. right. These are just some ways how the Japanese government encourages people to come and have babies in Japan. Right. Because there's an increasing number of、uh, dual income households that don't have any kids. There's actually an acronym for this. We did some research.、Uh, they're called DINKS. D I N K stands for dual income, no kids. So, so <laughs> if you have friends that are married but don't have kids and they're in a, a single household, you can call them DINKS. You know, even if it sounds like. Thinks it's. <laughs> it, <laughs> well, it does. It sounds、yeah. very derogatory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just、funny. the sound of it is just. No, seriously.、Uh, what I think about this is that、um, many, many Japanese women, instead of staying at home, unlike some 20 years ago, where women in Japan they just stay, stay in the house, take care of the kids,、mm -hmm. uh, now they also wanted to work. Now they also have their own careers. Is this true in your country too? Oh, yes. Women in the workforce is, is pretty huge in America. We still have issues with income, like in terms of women getting paid、uh, for the same position that men do.、Mm -hmm. There's still a little bit of a, a wage disparity. Wow.、Uh, so women are still getting paid less than men for the same positions, but women are definitely pursuing. Careers after they get married, after they have kids, even.、Hmm. Um, they're still pursuing their careers. So it's definitely, definitely something in America. Wow. So I feel like, you know, this is very common to rich countries. Because I feel like in the Philippines, 
you know, we're still thinking about, okay, how are we going to control the population? Yeah. It's like we have a factory of kids here. Like, <laughs> there's always like an overflow of people, overflow mm. of babies everywhere you look. So, yeah, it's interesting to know how when a certain lifestyle is adopted by a country, it affects the population. So, DINK isn't the only acronym that we that we found. There's actually uh, there's another one called DINKER, which is the same, dual income, no kids, but also with the addition of early retirement. So these are folks that are married and they have dual incomes in the same house, but they don't have kids, um, but they're, you know, they're wealthy and they are aiming to retire early. You know, maybe like in their 40s or something like that. So if you if you know of any couples like that, you can Call scold them. them. <laughs> scold them by calling them dinkers. And then there's another one that's uh, sort of an antonym to these, which is sitcom, which is kind of funny. But it's spelled the same way. Uh, it's S-I-T-C-O-M. And it stands for single income, two children, and oppressive mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the opposite problem that you're having there. Yeah, but like, you know, in our interview with Wisam, we also talked about not only getting married, whether she thinks uh, marriage is a good idea, but also like having kids. Uh, mm. Since we're talking about this uh, people, the dinks, the dinkers. Dinks. Yeah, the dinks. Yeah. So it just makes me realize how, you know, we should not forget that our lineage it has to continue. <laughs> like there has, in the future, we have to have successors. We have to build the building blocks of the future generation. Something like that. Well, tell that to the dinks. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Go ye therefore and multiply. <laughs> Go ye therefore and don't be a dink. <laughs> We're not giving any advice in this show, but... Don't be a dink. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes. When you talk to people who don't want to have kids, that's really not what they're thinking. They're not thinking about their lineage. They're thinking about themselves. I really think so because, like, you know, if you're thinking about your hobbies, your work, your studies, well, it's all about you. <laughs> of course. Why would you be thinking about kids? Because kids are cute. <laughs> This is a Creative Commons podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Lovey Dummies. And if you have any similar experiences or some totally unrelated stories, you can share it with us. Our email is lovenotes at loveydummies.com. Or you can fill out the anonymous contact form on our home on the web, loveydummies.com. Dummies.com.